that you would see on crabby like local cable <laughs> yeah like 3am yeah you're talking <laughs> this, about well, well, it's, actually, it's actually appropriate because this is a type of show that would play on local access <laughs> at 3am the pallbearer welcome yeah. to horrible <laughs> podcast yeah, anyway I was, just, I was just channeling vincent price yeah for those of you who don't know robert is actually the one who voices the uh that cheesy line in the intro that's why it's so good yeah and can yeah. i just say i'm two for two now <laughs> yeah Inside there joke. <laughs> Welcome the to horror for podcast. <laughs> Welcome to horror play, everyone. I'm your host, John Lasov. Joining me, as always, are my capricious co-hosts. I, I used feel that like one we've heard that one. How? Yeah, Damn it. What is capricious? I don't know. It sounded good. It, it's <laughs> like yeah. juice that comes in a bag. Yeah, oh, yeah. capricious. That's my favorite strawberry you kiwi. Just, you'd have to stab it. It's yeah. the, drink it. Yeah, it's the the Malto meal of Capri Sun. Yeah, mm, lovely. Oh, that's what it was. Robert Lamb, say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. Kyle Alpiard, say what's up. What's up? And Adam Jetmore, say something. I know you don't like to say hello, so just say something. Something. There we go. And That's hello. what Ooh. I was going for. Ah. All right, Kyle, what game are we discussing today? We are discussing another uh, Krillbright Studios game. This one is an indie game called Among the Sleep, where you play the role of a toddler with a bear... And that's better, pretty much it. This was that was funded by Kickstarter. Uh, I think the 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 producer is like a Swedish guy, and and he uh, they raised a bunch of money in 2011 on Kickstarter to I, I think it was Kickstarter, yeah, I think to it get was. To, to get this thing going. Um, if you if when you beat the game, you look at the the credits, and the credits are just massive because of all uh, the supporters. All, it was all the thank you. I think the credits are longer than the actual game, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Probably. I think that's accurate. I sat through them in case I got an achievement. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I did not ever the achievement hunter. <laughs> so it was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's done on the Unity engine. Unity. And Ooh. that's pretty much that's all there is to say about it. It's a survival right. horror game. If you want to call it that. I it's mean, all it's through the perspective of a two-year-old, a two-year-old boy. boy. Yeah, essentially, you're, you're... I mean, what is the goal of the game? You're trying to recreate dream sequences, right? You're trying to no, find memories uh, to get back to your mom. Right, that's what it was. You're in a... You're, yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, you're kind of in this dream world, and uh, yeah, you're trying to get back to your mother. Mm-hmm. But right. there's a monster... A monster yeah. who just Herman, Herman monster. Monster. Herman monster is just out there. <laughs> I really, really want to use my joke here, but I don't want to drop it too early. Oh, <laughs> just drop it, drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Oh, but it, it kind of ruins the end of the game then. Oh, okay. okay. Hold right. on. Oh, wait. See, right. I can't wait to hear it now. <laughs> Good. That's a teaser. Yeah. So, we guys, what are so you play as a two-year-old boy? That's pretty unique as far as gaming goes. What are the ways you felt like it succeeded or didn't succeed in trying to convey that idea that you're a little a little toddler. I Adam, he oh, raised his hand first. <laughs> <laughs> also great for podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, it could prevent us from talking over each other. That's to true. be fair. That's true. Um, walking when you were actually standing because you had the option to crawl, which you would crawl faster, which makes sense because when you're two, uh, your motor skills are not great on two feet yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would kind of stagger and walk slower um, when you were on two feet. I don't know if any of you guys noticed this, but uh, while you're standing on two feet and walking, you could hold shift to run i think you could hold yeah. something to run oh I one time that. i fell over yeah you'll fall over every right. once in a while that only happened that. to me Holy once shit. yeah wow that's a game changer <laughs> you know you could have just crawled i well I, I crawled most of the game and it went against like my every instinct as a gamer to like stand you up. crawl to go faster like i want to stand up and well how many yeah. times you're actually playing as a two-year-old it's true <laughs> yeah. well that's true well, like new Doom, call of duty maybe? yeah call yeah. of duty <laughs> battlefield yeah. there's Besides babies in those suits yeah um, so I, I felt the movement was really effective in that. Uh, this intro to the game that we're watching here, yeah, that kind of took me out of it because it? just beating the fact that you're a baby down your throat. Oh yeah, you're a baby. Like, you're a baby. You're a baby. Yeah, I well, don't know. That really kind of pulled me out of the game. I was like, all right, I understand I'm a baby, but now I'm sitting here and this lady's talking to me like I'm an infant and I can't do anything. That's that's the game starts off with you at kind of this uh, dining room table and your mother's feeding you birthday cake and she's got you a present and and then eventually like she she takes you up to your room that's actually like the opening I guess credits we should we should say because I, I think this is an important part to the story that there's a knock at the door while you're mm. at the table and she like yells or something yeah she yeah. she has she's having a conversation with someone but the the voice is muffled yeah. Um, and that's where the present comes from is actually the person at the door. Right. Uh, there's speculation that the I don't think this is jumping too far ahead. The speculation is that the uh, the person who knocks is the father of your character, mm. and that you're the son of of a divorced couple. Right. You know what yeah. I'm no- I'm noticing a lot of uh, different, or I'm I'm noticing a lot more in the, the opening sequence than I did uh, on my first pro- playthrough, particularly about the mom. And I guess we'll go into that um, as we get towards the ending. But it's. Uh, I don't know, some interesting things. I'm sorry. I dropped the bottle cap. It was just, you were going so was, great that you just this dropped that. This is like that. the third time you've dropped that. I, Why would you pick it back up? <laughs> just, I'm going to keep playing with the bottle cap, guys. Just, just leave it on the ground. I don't give a fuck. You're like a, you're like a two-year-old I'm like a right two-year-old now. in this game. I, like, uh, I need to have no my hands occupied. I kept, a, I kept an even keel even through the... <laughs> It was the looks you were getting that made you just go like, all right, I dropped the bottle cap. Because everybody's like, are you serious right now? Right. Yeah. It just it, it made me laugh I'm because you had already me. dropped it. I, did I yeah. drop it once? Yeah. yeah. Oh, whoops. So well, I was just right. wondering why you picked it back up. Continue, Kyle. I'm going to keep playing with it. Yeah. I'm just noticing some things about the mom that I didn't notice on the first playthrough uh, about uh, the way she looks. And we'll go into that later. But um Maybe some foreshadowing. Well, she, I mean, yeah, she carries you up to your room after the cake and the present and everything. And, and she puts you in the crib and then she leaves. And then, you know, you get out, you play with the present. You find out the present's this bear. The bear actually talks to you. And this bear actually turns into an object that you use throughout the game. He, like, yeah. provides light for you. Can I just say the that, bear, like, when you first meet the bear, it's got to be, like, the creepiest thing. It, it was really yeah. creepy. It, I was really, uh, I don't know if I, I yeah, I, it's just like it's just like <laughs> I don't know if I should say what I wanted to say. The thing is, like the bear has like the creepiest dead eye you've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Yeah, like even for like an for like a stuffed animal, like it's just something that came out of somebody's nightmare. 
<laughs> I'm just like, yeah, oh my god. I guess I can say it. it's not going to really spoil anything, but I really expected the bear to have some part in the scariness in this game. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to be scary. I thought he was going to yeah. be like this creepy kind of But I, I guess you do find out pretty quickly that uh, you can push a button to hug it for comfort and be your flashlight. Yeah, it provides light for you in the dark places. That's another thing that I thought they did a good job on in conveying the fact that you're a baby. The fact that you have to use, that you have to hug a bear just to be able to yeah. progress through some certain areas. And, like, uh, they did a really good job with the perspective of things. We're looking at a video of, like, uh, kind of the opening level. And everything is from the perspective of a of a two-year-old. And like, a, like a, everything, like a dresser or a bookcase is just, like, really, really tall. And it's just, like, it's really, yeah, you're just, you feel like you're a two-year-old. I think, for me, like, I agree with, like, everything that's been said so far. The only problem I... It's not even like a problem, problem. But the only thing that I didn't really like <laughs> about the game was the, the fact that I know. Look at that bear. All right, <laughs> but like I, I didn't like that. Like the house portion of the game, like when you wake up at night and you're using the bear to kind of guide you around the house and you're exploring the house. Like you go into this kind of dream world pretty fast, and then that's where majority of the game is. Right. I feel like that didn't really capitalize on the whole baby aspect as much as it could have because. Making a dream world, you can make anything in a dream world. Yeah. Whereas, like making it in a house, it like put the perspective of all these, like all the furniture hiding under the bed. Like that was unique to being a baby. Like your perspective of it, it would have been more believable, they, basically. Well, they didn't like capitalize on the fact that you were a baby because once you're in this dream world, you can put anything in that dream world, and it doesn't matter if you're a baby anymore. Obviously, they put blocks and and you know chairs and stuff like that that like baby or like toys that babies would play with but it was kind of like i feel like it lost something when it did that well i will disagree with that because uh i think that's kind of the point of the game um it is you're going through this horrific experience and this is how a toddler would take that experience this is how they would see it because they don't have the comprehension of someone our age um they don't quite know how to uh, understand what's going on so this is how they perceive things and it's just a nightmarish world for a toddler but like i wanted like i don't want to ruin the the ending yet but because of the ending i think it would have been kind of cool like i'm fine with the dream world i just didn't like that the dream world took up majority of the game in the in the sense that like I think it would have been kind of scarier if you were running away from the monster when you find out what the monster is like that would have been like you know a big reveal but like running away from the monster in the actual world might have been actually kind of scary. Well, if you if you notice when you come back to um, the house at the end of the game after you find the last memory and you're walking downstairs, you kind of see all the things yeah. that you saw along right. the way. That was so the one I thing I liked about it. it. That was just, you know, the. I guess I, I understand where you're coming from. I just don't, I think it was more effective the way they did it. I think if you were in the house, it's just like, all right, you're in the house. But because the toddler was going through this horrific experience, this is just kind of the way it was perceiving the world at the time. Yeah. All right, guys. Something I wanted to ask before we get to the scariest moment is, so they chose to have the players play as a two-year-old, a helpless, well, not really helpless, but, like, you know, two-year-olds, like, they're usually more vulnerable than, like, your average video game character. Do you think that was an effective decision for a horror game? 
It was effective in the sense that it fit the story. The story that they're trying to tell, it made sense, especially when you find out like what's really going on. It made sense. It's effective, but like, I mean, I think it just depends on what the game, like what the context of the game is. You can really do anything and make it kind of scary. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Ooh. It was unique. It was unique. <laughs> it was unique, yeah. yeah. But I, I like that. I like the unique. I, I think yeah, I if they tried to put a baby in like Resident Evil, then that it would not be effective. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Crawling but away I, from I hunters. think it, it did well for what it was. Okay. All right. Well, now we got that out of the way. Yeah. What was everyone's scariest, scariest moment of the game besides nap time? Ooh. Yeah. There. Okay. So the ending sequence, uh, towards the end of the game, you lose your bear, and the bear, the whole game is like your source of light. You hug the bear, and it's like the lights there, and all of a sudden the bear gets taken away from you by the 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 monster, and I kind of it, like it 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 conveyed the sense of of helplessness that a, a kid would have without his security blanket. Like you're like fuck, I don't have the bear, and then all of a sudden you're in a lot of these dark levels, and you really you find yourself needing the bear. I'm like I want the bear. Like it, like I'm scared. Like so it conveyed that feeling very well for me, and I thought that was uh, probably one of the the most scariest moments of the games is when you when you're without the bear towards the end, and it's the scariest moments of the game. For me, there was one part near the end where you're kind of going through this level, and uh, there's like these blocks, and then there's bottles like on all these blocks. Oh yeah, and then there's <laughs> bottles like all over the ground. And, and there was like no music. And there's no all. music. It was yeah. like dead silent. And I know that when you start like walking through there, if you tip one of the bottles, it would just smash. And then like we had to hide. They had like these little cubby holes. And I remember hiding in there every time I like hit one of the bottles, or I would throw something at like the bottles to break it and then hide. And I remember one time. Um, I think John was saying, just go like you can make it between these two bottles. And I was like, no, I can't. And you're like, just go. And I'm like, all right. So I start crawling and I knock over <laughs> these bottles. And then all of a sudden we hear like this loud sound and I run into a cubby and you can just see like this shadow kind of <laughs> past the hole. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like that really does attract the, yes. the monster. So I just <clears throat> picked up the bottles and place oh, them really? on the ground. Oh, what? Nice. You oh, could do you that? <laughs> you could do that? <laughs> I did. And that. then I just crawled through the ones that I knew I could make it through. Really? Yeah, that happens. Ooh, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> 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 I thought if you picked them up, it would like drop them and wow. like break so them. So Adam just shit all over your scariest <laughs> moment. <laughs> hey, it's still scary not knowing that shit. It was. I, I, you could just set stuff down. Every time I did yeah, that, it would just drop it. Yeah, I, uh, I I just picked the bottle up and then I went as far down as the ground as I could look at uh, and really? just released the button and just placed that bottle down gently and crawled on through. Well, there you go. I just threw stuff out the bottles to break them and then hit in a cubby until it was all done. I knocked one over one time on accident because I thought I could fit through, but really? I couldn't. Yeah, that's why like I figured they planted all those there to make it kind of like a difficult kind of passage through. So yeah, I saw that and I was just like, "What are they doing here? You just move the bottles." Yeah. Like no it actually deal. makes sense though because you, when you find out like what the whole monster yeah. is, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's see, my scariest moment. It's definitely wasn't gonna be the same as Roberts. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> not sure, <that>. John. <laughs> was sure, a, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say it was uh, the first time you uh, saw a monster. It was uh, you were cl- you had to climb up like a like a bookcase or something like that. But there was like a window right next to it, 
And uh, yeah, when you look out the window, it's just standing there. Yeah, like it or like whatever is just standing there, and you just get like the screen, like it's all shaky, and it's just like whoa. It's very slenderish, like it's yeah, staticky. I don't know. I, I just it, it that creeped me out. I was like, I that because like the whole game, like you didn't see anything kind of that creepy, and then like when a monster comes up, it's like whoa, that's that's out of the ordinary. Yeah. Hey, Adam, what was your scariest moment? Oh, mine. Well, I guess this is kind of spoil the ending a little bit. And uh, other spoiler alert, everybody who was waiting for that joke. My scariest moment was the first time I saw the momster. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's me slapping That's my thigh. That's me slapping. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> But I'll let me put the mic next to my knee. <laughs> Continue. <Nice. laughs> so, um... Should we spoil it, like, just right now? Yeah, spoil it. <laughs> just say what the ending was before we get into, like, the ratings anyways? Sure. Go ahead, Adam. All right. Well, um, so the whole time, the monster that you're seeing is your mom. Uh after you find all the memories while you're searching to find your mom at the end of the game, you go back to the house, you crawl downstairs. For some reason, the uh, child safety gate is not up at the top of the stairs. Right. Um, and you find your mom sitting in the kitchen crying uh, with... There were beer bottles beer, all over yeah. the house yeah, yeah. and at least three empty bottles of wine. Yeah. How drunk did this lady get? She was drunk. It was a pretty tidy house, too, so it's like she must have recently drank. She was drunk as fuck. Yeah, she just trashed that place. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, she ripped your teddy bear. She's like yeah, a one-woman frat party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, the whole story of the game while you're trying to find your mom and going through all these horrific events in your mind, uh, the monster is your mom drunk. Which is pretty dark stuff if you it think is. about it. It yeah. is. It's it's re- the whole game was like the whole the ending was like really fucking dark. I yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. And then you just crawl outside. Um, I didn't know. I just tried to click on my mom a bunch. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I do that in real life too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mom, mom, mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you crawl out the front door and. You hear your dad, yeah, I, I guess, so. or whoever the guy is. Yeah, he um, just appears. DHS or Department of, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coming to get they you. They got some calls. Yep. From well, the I neighbors. guess we should mention you find your creepy teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. with his arm off. Did um, that teddy bear remind anybody else of Winnie the Pooh a little bit? Oh yeah. No. Its speech pattern. Yeah. Really? It, had, it uh, sounded yeah. like it had that draw to it. I was just so <laughs> creeped out by its dead eyes i just you know yeah the way he talked to when i first installed this game and was looking for it it went right under five nights at freddy's so i had those two bear icons and i was like man i am not gonna be able to do this again (laughs) i'm done with bears they're just so creepy yeah all right guys well honestly all this talk about moms uh kind of reminds me that i need to call my mom so why don't we take a quick break to call all of our moms. Okay. Like, I'll call Robert's mom. <laughs> right. Robert will call Kyle's mom. Yeah. Kyle will call Adam's mom. You know, that's yeah. how we usually do. Yeah. I never talk to my mom in, at all. Right. At so all. Let's Kyle think. does. Just, <laughs> yeah. How is she? I've, she's great. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Still good. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's take a quick commercial break to do that, and we'll, we'll be right back. 
Greetings, podcast listeners. My name is Kyle. I am Nick. And we're here to talk to you about a little podcast that we like to call Word of the Bay. And you might ask yourself, what is Word of the Bay? Well, goddammit, I'll tell you. Word of the Bay is oh, a... thank God. <laughs> Word of the Bay is a podcast where we talk about sports. What kind of sports? Tampa Bay sports. Tampa Bay sports. Only Tampa Bay. Only Tampa Bay. Bucks. Lightning. Rays. Rays. Maybe a, maybe another bay. Yeah. Somewhere oh, in there. That was a good nap. What are you guys doing in here? Oh. God, I forgot he was in here. Um, yeah, there's Green Bay. Jonathan! Wait, are we recording a podcast is, right now? No, you're awkward. fine. Don't just go back to sleep. Yeah, go We're back good. to sleep, man. We don't, it's fine. It's cool. We're the bay. Go to shockdropper.com. Hey, podcast fans. I'm Jonathan, and I'm here to talk to you about an exciting new podcast brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios called Top 5. If you can think of anything and everything, guess what? We count it down from 5 to 1, reverse order. Me, Robert, John, you, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, his dad. We count it down. Listen, Shark Dropper Studios, sharkdropper.com. Welcome back to Horror Play. Well, that was an interesting conversation I had with Adam's mom. Adam. What's she doing? Actually, again? you know what? I'm not going to go on the podcast. I'm not going to air other people's dirty laundry on the podcast. <laughs> you took the high road, man. That's right. Yeah. Wait, did she it. wash his dirty laundry? Or I'm not uh, sure what that reference was. You like know, I said, I'm not going to go. If she into would wash them still, that would be incredible. That's cool. She covered Ooh. Don Henley's dirty laundry. I was just going to say, or, or will she just sing <laughs> dirty laundry? <laughs> oh, Robert. It's about that time of the podcast. What time is you, that, John? Uh, contribute something. Obviously. Finally. It's Finally. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what, beyond what letting that? us use your house. Yeah. 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 Come and on, talking Robert. Talking on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that means it's time for ratings. Yes. Perhaps. Okay. Obviously, uh, you know what? You've probably heard this podcast before you've heard you've heard an earlier episode you're not starting with this one I've yeah. never so you know podcast. that we have maybe a horror play rating system that's Ooh. unique to us can you explain to me though like i just i'm not yeah really, this is your first time i'm not really 100 percent on it yeah you don't really listen at all no um okay so <laughs> obviously we do um we have our own horror play rating system there's four categories it's patented yeah, yeah pending. Do not <laughs> copy this. Do not copy it. We will oh, sue the Here's shit out bottles, of you. Fucking watch, oh, you know. watch. He's gonna knock, knock him over. Nobody. Why? Why does nobody pick him up? Because you don't think of that How shit. How did he knock? <laughs> you don't. I did. Oh, I look, thought I would oh, drop him. He just picks one up, but he just it. throws it. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Uh, anyway. I didn't think you could set him down. But anyways, back to the rating system. Uh, we have four categories: immersion, story, gameplay, scariness. We judge the game on uh, these categories, rating them out of a 10-point scale. Um, we average them out, and then that gives us the total overall game score. We're rating these games on a horror game scale, though. So, obviously, like they're going to be a little skewed. Um, and then while we give it a total score out of all these categories, we're more interested in the scariness. So, we will see what this gets as a scariness rating once we average out those scores so let's get into it let's start with immersion which is the graphics where were were you immersed in this game let's find out i gave it a seven out of ten adam gave it a six out of ten john a seven out of ten kyle an eight out of ten that's pretty close who are we picking on (laughs) (laughs) i have a seven and you have a seven so i know it's not us is it me for too high or adam for too (laughs) low well you had an eight and you had what 6.5 no six oh six we we just balance each other out (laughs) yeah yeah it actually that averages out to a seven so there you go moving on okay (laughs) no i think should we talk uh, about it at all i mean uh, we can just talk about it uh, we kind of i mentioned something about earlier like uh you know the perspective 
like a of a baby. It does that really well. Mm. You know, the fact Agreed. that you have to crawl to actually go at a faster speed. That was well done. I also like the fact that the uh, the music was kind of kind of baby melody ish. So it kind of played everything. Kind of played into the theme of the baby, and I think that worked pretty well. Like, and the monster didn't show up. Like we were talking about this earlier before the podcast. Like the monster doesn't really show up until more than halfway through the game. I mean, you you see glimpses of it, but it doesn't. It's not like a threat until more than halfway through the game, which I. It's interesting, but I kind of like that. I like yeah. that it's not like forcing a slenderish Although, kind of. I did feel like there were a couple missed opportunities here. Like I feel like they didn't play enough to the baby theme. Like, you know, what if like uh, if like uh, you know, you had to sneak around, but then like if you actually accidentally trip over something, like uh, your character starts to cry or something, and that attracts the monster. Or I something. mean, that's Stuff actually like what that. I was kind of talking about earlier, like not playing to the house more yeah. in the sense of, yeah, I mean, maybe they could have done that where they could have played to the baby theme more because I feel like once you got to that dream world, there were like aspects that were babyish, like having toys around. But besides having toys around, I mean, you were in like a swamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not like a baby territory. I well, um, Depends on the family. Yeah. I, I think... <laughs> To the effect you're saying, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can better defend my liking of it going into that dream world. Mm. Um, I think it would have been more effective if while you were in this dream world, if there were just certain points like where you were near something when you were in like the swamp where it required you to actually hold the teddy bear because it said hold it to comfort you. Yeah. Um which was a baby way of saying, hold it, and it becomes a flashlight. Right, right. right. Um, but there could have been spots where you had to stand there and hold the bear, like, because you were just getting scared. Like, when the monster would get near, the screen would start to fuzz out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They could have done some kind of altered version of that to where if you got too scared, it would you would start to cry or something, and it would yeah. attract the monster. Yeah. Um, and then holding the bear... Like and then maybe you know while you're holding the bear that would calm you down, but also the light could then attract the monster just to give it maybe a little bit more balance. Yeah, um, that was my only like main complaint with like the immersion or like just like the game overall was yeah just I don't know I I feel like they didn't really play to the baby aspect as much as they should have. Could have had yeah. a baby inventory with like a little binky. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, what if they had that like, was the, monster. the continue screen? Wait, oh yeah, yeah. It what was, it, or was the yeah, they covered. Well, I'm talking about like, what if they had uh, like the monster like far away and it was just like dangling like a toy, oh, like trying man. to attract you or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, that would have been creepiest. Yeah, <laughs> shit. You can't, you can't help but follow it. Because yeah, it's, like, a rattle and you're like, yeah. fuck no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that kind of stuff would have been like pretty awesome. I um I do disagree with you that saving the monster. I think that was a big downfall. Uh, towards mean? the game just because with the monster really not showing up oh, 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 like yeah, yeah, later yeah. in the the second while well, you're trying to find the second memory. i thought you meant like saving the monster i, I was like i never no, saved no. the monster from anything holding <laughs> off on uh showing it yeah um, yeah that kind of hurt it for me especially in the scariness department but we will get to that right but i i think that really hurt with the immersion see i liked that but i don't think it's good for replayability like I, I think if I went through it again, like scariness would be maybe cut in half. Sure. Because I know the monster's not going to show up for the first like hour and a half of this game. See, that actually um, is what how I ended up at my score. I didn't replay it, right? But right. I realized pretty quickly that it was a minor threat, right? 
So it's a I minor like, threat, is the eh. thing. That's that's another thing. It's it's a minor threat. It's not like uh, any. It's not like a monster in any other game where you're like really. Yeah, where it's it, it like you know you're actively like. Let's say, for example, the amnesia, the monster in, in, in amnesia, like that's that's more of like a very scary monster that, yeah. that's that's always like after coming, you. Yeah, and it's, it's like you have a limited amount of health. You can still get away from it. You can do some things to defend yourself. But this, you kind of you were like, ah, there it is, and and it, it it was more there. I felt it was more there for jump scares. Yeah, than anything. Actually, well, and we'll we'll get to scariness soon. Sorry, right? I didn't mean I, to no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, we're that, jumping was, ahead. that was a hard one to dance around. Right, about. it's true. You're just shitting all over Robert's points today, aren't you? Yeah, Adam? Jesus, man. <laughs> no, we'll go. We'll go into our next like category, it. which is <laughs> which is story. Did this game have a good story? Let's find out. I gave it a seven point five out of ten. Adam, a five out of ten. John, seven. Kyle, seven. seven. Adam. Why, why come on, like Adam, 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 Adam. Come on, come on. Well, maybe if you weren't making a noise, you would have heard my explanation already, John. I was trying to save you guys some time. Yeah, let's save some time. All right, all right, Adam. Um, I just didn't feel like there was much of a story. I thought um, the fact that they were kind of using... See, look, there's the... There's the pinky. We're looking at the yeah. continue screen. Um, I, I just felt there wasn't much of a story there. You were a baby. It was your birthday. Um then all of a sudden there were scary things happening. There was no reason for it. There was no explanation until the end of the game. Um, so I just didn't really care. So in retrospect, I was like, oh, well, that was this baby trying to deal with some trauma in its life. That was an interesting take on a game. Um, it was definitely unique. I've never played anything like it before, which is why I arrived at a five. I actually agree with you on all those points. But the thing is, like, the reason why, because like the, when I was playing through the game, I, like I said, I was thinking the same thing as you. Like, well, this isn't you know all that scary. There's not too much of a story here, and whatnot. But you know, when you get to the end, when you find out the whole thing about the mother being a drunk and also abusive, it made me think about earlier parts of the game, as we mentioned before, the bottles. The bottles were actually significant. They were, you know. It was foreshadowing the mother's kind of reveal of her alcoholic nature. And another thing I read is that the <clears throat> is that the voice of the teddy bear is also the same voice of the dead dad. The father, yeah, yeah I the picked father. Up on that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, well, I actually that's didn't notice that. Yeah, that was uh that's a pretty cool uh, thing. And also the uh it should be noted that uh the teddy bear makes some interesting comments like uh you know, as you're uh, as you're going through the dream world, recovering your memories, the teddy bear says something like, "Man, like a, uh, like he's really disturbed by like, all these like, Man, this is fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he says something to lines of like, "Neil, you know, no child should have like these type of memories." Yeah, and if you think about it, if the teddy bear was a gift from the dad and it's also voiced by the dad, it's it can you can also you can construe it as like the dad saying that. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, a lot of I, th- I liked a lot of the foreshadowing in the game where you. It kind of you piece it together at the yeah. end, and it's like, oh, this was that, and that was this, and it it came to me very early in the game, like, oh, this is you're going through some traumatic shit as a child, and this is what this is, like, it's it's his projection of it or it's his yeah. perception of it, and 
I thought that was pretty cool. And the story was just fucking dark. Yeah, so, especially yeah. especially the end. I mean, that's oh, what yeah. made it. Where the uh, the mom uh, just hits the the child. Yeah, yeah hits him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just knocks. Well, it doesn't knock him out, but pretty close, right? Yeah. And I was saying about the mom in the beginning of the game. You notice like there's bags on her eyes, and she kind of has like this weird look in her face, and mm-hmm. it's you could looking at it to get today or just now, you see that. Uh, you can see that in the beginning, like, oh, she's she's kind of drunk. Yeah, she's kind of also out like of it. Uh, if you go to the uh, what the first appearance of the monster. I didn't realize at first, but like uh, she kind of the monster does look like a like a scary woman. Like uh, it's, it's got just, the long hair. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the kinda. section that when you're uh, sneaking through the uh, the bottles and like when you make the noise or knock a bottle over, and yeah. that's when the monster comes like uh, comes right. after you. Like if you think about it through. The, the lens of like the uh, abusive alcoholic mother I'm like that that whole sequence takes on another you know deeper perspective I'm just like oh man yeah. that's incredibly depressing yeah yeah wow like you little shit you're out of your bed like get yeah. back in the bed that's what it's, that's basically what that is yeah yeah all right well let's go to the next <laughs> category <laughs> it's dark so dark oh it's so dark <laughs> which is gameplay uh level design controls um, I gave it a seven out of ten. Adam a five. John a six. Kyle an eight. So we just went five, six, seven, eight. Let's go. Like let's go. Let's, let's go high. Let's go high, Kyle. Oh, so high is wrong, Kyle. <laughs> yes, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I, I typically, if you if all the episodes that I'm on, I skew towards a higher a higher score for scariness. This this immersed me in the game. I was very scared and on edge the entire game. Um, the there was a lot of jump scares in this game, and usually jump scares don't get me, but for some reason in this game they did, um, especially early in the game where I'm like, oh my god, I, just, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, and then there, and then in the in, in the beginning of the game, wait, are you talking about gameplay? I'm talking about scariness. We're on, oh, game we're on gameplay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Everyone, yeah. Everyone, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no gameplay. Just yeah, the, the controls and shit. I mean, it looks. <laughs> Yeah. Whoops. Are you sure that's what gameplay is? Yeah. I mean, basically, we are. I'm watching I mean, the walkthrough. I'm not even paying attention. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. I mean, is there really much to say about the gameplay anyways? I mean, you obviously, we've already mentioned the crawling and the walking. And yeah, there's parts where you're walking. If you walk for too long or if you walk too fast, I think you do trip and fall. Um, but then you can get right back up. And, and crawling gets you there faster. Can we wherever. sing Chumbawamba now? Well, Ooh, here's a, here's a point I'd like to make. <laughs> <laughs> here's a point I'd like to make make about the gameplay. I mentioned it earlier, but the whole the whole crawling and walking thing, the how it's kind of op- the opposite of what you're used to in a game. I thought that was unique because number one, you're a baby, so it's kind of like you have to relearn that whole aspect of a game. Like I'm I'm so used to stand up, you go faster, crouch down, you're going slower. Mm-hmm. It's like that in any shooter, or first person, any yeah. first person game. Usually, it's like that. I thought that was interesting. The whole the um, you know, no real issues with the controls, um, except for maybe like opening and closing objects. But that's usually how it is when you can like control the speed. And yeah, sometimes you fling them open yeah. or close them. Yeah. Or sometimes you're like trying to open. You're like, what? Won't it open? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, See, another aspect of gameplay is the uh, of this game is just like it's another kind of slender variant where you have to collect like certain pieces. Yeah. And it's just like I'm like okay, like. You know, I I don't really I don't fault it for that, but at the same time it's like, well, you know, you guys were doing some creative stuff, but then you kind of default it back to the like, oh, collect like Quick. certain pieces to I think, dance. Yep. Um, I disagree with that a little bit because I've never played Slender, but the other games we played like Slender, yeah. um, 
it's all kind of an open environment that you just wander around in where this is a very linear. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, so it was more... Those were more used as an actual story device, I think, whereas... I mean, I guess it kind of is in Slender too, but I, I think it had more meaning to it in this game than it did in Slender where you were in the woods and it said, go find these pages. Um, this, it was a way to help you get to a happier memory with your mom. Remember a happier time with her instead of what you were dealing with right then. Right. Yeah, it uh, you know, I guess it didn't, I didn't didn't think about the fact that the pieces you collect actually tie into the larger story, at hand. But I still did enjoy doing it. And you rip <laughs> on me for giving story a little score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Not said I agreed with you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's move on to the final and the most important category. Wait, what? You don't want to yell at me for my low gameplay scores? No, because we were picking on high this time. I wanted wanted to to shit on one of Kyle's points this time. Oh, (laughs) really? Oh, well. (laughs) Next time. Next time. We'll always have somebody to pick on. I just felt bad. I shit on two of your points so far, and I I finally had one for Kyle. You're just worried because... You're oh, I'm not ready. worried. Okay. I'm fucking ready. Let's do it. <laughs> oh man, you can read mine first for all I care. No, I'm gonna save. It. I'm gonna save it for last. All right, scariness. This is was the game scary? That's what we're we're really wondering. And let's find out. I gave it a seven out of ten. John gave it a six point five out of ten. Kyle a seven out of ten. But Adam only gave it a three point five out of ten. Ooh. What? <laughs> what? Ooh. Come at me. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. I didn't think it was scary. Okay. Fair enough. Well, obviously. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Um, Wrap it up. <laughs> so I saw the monster very early in the game, not out of a window, in the house, like right when you wake up as the baby and you're in in the house before you go to the little dream world. Um, you're crawling through the kitchen looking for your mom. And do you remember you could crawl under the like uh, cabinet in the middle? The, there's an island in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah. 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 Um, I just crawled in there for fun, and when I opened the door, the monster was just standing in the living room right in front of me. So I went, oh, shit, and closed the thing. And then I didn't see it again until about the third level of the game. Yeah, and which it's a short game. Yeah, it's it's four levels, technically. Yeah. It's about two hours uh, long. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't see it again until in the, the third level until, I think, was that the one where you collected the puzzle pieces? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the swamp area. Yeah, or whatever. so yeah, it was when I was looking for the last of the three puzzle pieces right. when I first caught a tiny glimpse of it mm. as it its head disappeared behind a tree. Yeah, um, and then I was crawling away looking for the door or whatever where I for what I had just found the key, and the monster actually grabbed me from behind. Oh, I had really? no clue. Oh shit! And I just was like, all right. That happened. I honestly did not jump as much as well at all. The first time I saw the monster, it freaked me out a lot. And then I was creeped out by the game a little bit through the second level. And Mm. by the time the third level had come around, because the monster had been absent, I was just like, all right, let's do this. It's going to be creepy. And that's it. And then anytime I saw the monster, I just wasn't scared. I don't know, Mm. man. It didn't get me. So the curtain got like, pulled back too early for you. Yeah. I guess. I I'm not sure. See, the thing is, when I played through, I didn't see anything until 
It was till the swamp level that we. I mean, we saw it outside the window and stuff, but yeah. it didn't really pose a threat until the swamp level. And even then, we didn't really get chased. It wasn't until really the last yeah, level that where was following you around. Another thing, it was so easy to get away from. Like, yeah, yeah. You just walk or just like crawl like straight back. You just have to hide or just hide somewhere. I hid in the by. most ridiculous places. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I figured I should have been been seen, and I was like, anytime I'm gonna get caught, but I never did. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, for me. I, I only rated it higher because it gave me that that kind of tense feeling throughout the whole game. Same. It was See, just I, very tense. That just wore off for me too quick, and then death had no consequence. Yeah, I don't I know, know if any of you guys. Died. Yeah, I we mean, actually you don't want to be the developers who make a game about two year old dying. So <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, but it didn't, I like, mean, set like, you back or like anything. if it would have. I found the puzzle piece. I was looking for the exit to to place it on the puzzle. The monster grabbed me. Make me do all that over again. Right, but no, instead, I yeah. that, actually, I want to suck. Yeah, but it was so linear that you just—I mean, don't start me all over. But say you found two of the three puzzle pieces, right. um, and you get grabbed while you're trying to find the third piece, yeah. then make me just go get that third piece again. Well, I think it brings up the points we mentioned earlier about like uh, developers kind of like uh, not taking more advantage of the baby theme. Like uh, as Adam mentioned, like a. Uh, you know, the baby starts crying, like, uh, and it starts attracting the monster. If they implemented more things like that, it probably, maybe it would have been scary, right? Maybe. maybe. I, I mean, I if I, I just felt like there was no rhyme or reason for the monster showing up. Yeah. Right. Um, so that kind of killed the scariness for me. I, I, I knew that there was nothing that I was going to do that made the monster show up. Like, if I grabbed the memory piece, it wasn't going to make her come at me more aggressively. Yeah. Um, it was just, all right, well, maybe she's going to show up. Maybe she's not. And you had such an advanced warning. It was so easy to run away. Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. She kind of disappeared at times, but it was just that initial scare. I mean, I don't think I ever jumped scared except for the very beginning when like, you look it was out like the, the house or whatever. Yeah, it was like in the house. Yeah. That was the only thing. And I, I think that was the only thing they had going for it because the creepy, the creepy factor wore off pretty quick for me. Right. Well, for and me, then, like, uh, it wasn't like so much the monster itself that was scary. It was just like the idea that the monster could pop up anytime, even yeah. though it, it rarely did. But that's what I'm saying. But like, that's great for that one playthrough. I think if we played through it again, it wouldn't hold up as well. But because of that initial playthrough, it still was creepy for me. It's just that, like, I think if I replayed it, I would know I'm not really in danger until the later levels. That's exactly it. Like, on the first playthrough, you're good. Because on, or the first playthrough is, like, probably the scariest. And the second one, you know what to expect. Like, right. the first one, I didn't. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know what monsters and to what capacity they were going to come out at me. And, like, what was going to happen. Like, there was a point early in the game where you're on your parents' bed. Mm-hmm. And the door starts opening. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What's going on? You know, what's going on? And yeah. the door just, just was just opening. Just and, like, I open. You know, so... That, that was, but on my next playthrough, I'll be like, okay, that's just a thing that happens. Here yeah. we go. I don't know. I, I think another thing, um, realizing that the monster was the only thing that would affect you, and anytime the monster would get near, the screen would really freak out and get really blurry and yeah. like shaky. Um, and that never happened. I remember there was one part where I was crawling under a bed. And some boots just yeah, dropped. Yeah, and yeah. I expected. I was like, that should have scared me. But I know that's all that was. Was they really? they put that there for a jump scare, and I just don't know why it didn't freak me out. Yeah. Well, some of us actually have emotions. 
Look That's hard. what it is. Normally, <laughs> I put off playing some of these games because I'm like, man, I don't want to sit around and be scared tonight. Yeah. This one just did not do it for me. I don't know, man. Yeah. Mm. Eh. Maybe you're just too grown up for this game. Oh, I guess so. oh, okay. Let's like that Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Horrible. Exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's average out these scores. If you take all the scores together and average them out, it gives the game a total of a 6.5. But since we're more... S- Mostly worried about the scariness. What did it get? Gets a six out of ten. A which, flat six. A flat six, flat which puts six. it between Silent Hill and White Noise. White Noise is above it by point two. Wow, interesting. So this game's scarier than Silent Hill. Scarier than Silent Hill, but not as scary as White Noise. I don't. I disagree with that. White really? Noise sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say this was scarier than White <laughs> Noise. In fact, I think I gave White Noise like a one. Really. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, White Noise was kind of like slender. So, like, I kind of, I'm kind of okay with that. That Them being close. I mean, maybe this should have gotten a little bit higher, but the fact that they're. Did close, White Noise crack the top 10? No. Is I would hope of, not. No. Okay. Nope. All right. So, uh, what's the name of this game again? Among the Sleep. Among, Among the Sleep. <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. A wait six wait. out of 10. Before we go. I have a game I would like to suggest for horror play. I already showed Kyle oh, yes. uh, while we were out there. It is a game. And of course, I'm not going to be able to find it, and I wish I would remember, remember this earlier. Clock's ticking. Look it up, Clock's ticking. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, oh, wait. Here. Got it. Okay. Um, it is called... Shit, I don't even know what it's called. No, that's good. <laughs> it is called Spooky Selfies. You play a skeleton who wanders around a graveyard and takes selfies. Ooh. Oh shit! Look at that. So, oh, what? coming soon to horror play, spooky selfie. Spooky selfie. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we do right? have to play right? everything. That was me he's, being hopeful. He's Sorry, I didn't mean to assume. He's effing spooky. <laughs> that's, what <it's, laughs> that's what it said. I'm down. Maybe a bonus episode. Yeah, no, it'll be a real episode. It'll, yeah. it'll be a quick, a quick one. it'll be like the usual. 50 minute episode that's like 30 minutes too long. Yeah. If we <laughs> if we milk minutes 50 long. minutes out of spooky selfie, then we should just we automatically can, be That hired means we as can BS anything no, out of anything. No, yes. if we politicians. If we get that All much of out of that, we need to really reformat the show. <laughs> All right, guys. Or check our lives. <laughs> that too. Okay. Final thoughts on Among the Sleep. It was alright. I liked it. Despite yeah. all my bashing, I did like the game. Yeah, so did I. It was good. It was a dark story. Cool. I thought it was very unique. Uh, it's kind of surprising in how dark it gets, and not in a like a scary monster way, but in a different way at all. Or I think if you slide the the slider over to the left, it gets um, pretty dark. Yeah, that that too. How you right, start the game? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> see my my knee still sore from last time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off from the monster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, don't 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 bring that up. Oh man. <laughs> All right, guys. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for what games to play, send us a line over at SharkDropper.com. Also, check out our Facebook page, SharkDropper Studios. We have a Twitter, at SharkDropper. We have a, uh, what's it called? Oh, a Patreon page. Yeah, just search SharkDropper. Yeah. So, check that out. Uh, You know. We'll be adding more of our... uh projects yeah. on there that you can see and take a look. I think I added the entire season of Doppel Avenue Hurt, but we'll probably start putting our web series on there and other fictional podcasts. So yeah, we're doing video stuff now. Yeah. I don't want to say yet, but uh, 
yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be cool stuff to check out. And then you guys give us money. Yay! Yay! I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I've been your host, John Lossbuff. For my co-host, Robert, Adam, and Kyle, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.